You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Boy, this is just a crazy time to be getting into all this stuff, isn't it? This is just absolutely insane. But I'm glad we're here today. We don't have quite as big a crowd as we had last night. First, I will start by saying a couple of things. We didn't put out a morning show yesterday, and I, let me explain why. Normally we do, but let me explain why we didn't. Really, there was nothing going on. Bruce and I were having a hard enough time trying to figure out what to do for a morning show because we don't like to talk politics, but there's nothing going on outside of... I think the only thing we could find, Bruce, was like football and the Kardashians. That was it. Yeah. And yeah. we're not talking about either one of those. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was shameful. Nothing. Nothing going on other than politics. Are you serious? We can't have a single thing in this world that's not political. Can, can we just have one thing? Everything was politics and, and social media banning and, and everything. And it was just nuts. But that's why we didn't put a morning show out, because we really had... There was really nothing to, to discuss, and we were busy digging through other research at the time. So um, we did come up with some uh, some stuff to talk about on today's morning show, uh, as you heard. So uh, yesterday, there was a reason we didn't put one out. But anyway, this evening, it's great to be on here with you guys. Ned, nice to see you again. How are you? Glad to be back. I've missed coming on a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've missed you too, Ned. We've missed you too. Nice to see you. <laughs> <I'll believe> you. <laughs> you don't believe me? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I believe you, yeah. Oh, you believe me? Yeah, okay. Uh, that's uh, sarcasm, my daughter would say. Uh, Bruce, how are you this evening? Healthy and alive. Yeah. Crazy day today, huh? Um, exciting, is. yeah. Uh, I was just saying, it could be the start of something. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? What is the blessing curse that Marty said uh, that was... Uh... Blessing curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one, may your days be, um, what is it, exciting or, or it's not exciting, the, the word he used. I forget what word he used. Anyway. I, I'm, I'm not sure. He says so many things to me. I just, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, he I, said I, it kinda, the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Was it a blessing or a curse? That, I, was, I was wondering because yeah. it's, it's it, you know, it's it depends on how he feels that day. Well, it depends on how you take it as well. I mean, because may may your days be exciting is, uh, that's, that's good and bad. Exciting yeah. is not good technically or bad so it didn't end up with something like a may your throat birth a hedgehog every day no no it wasn't something like that no no yeah. all right okay here's a couple of things uh, now this is circulating this is circulating okay the state department on their official website is reporting that donald j trump's term ended today hmm. they're also reporting that mike pence's term ended today now here's the thing I can't sit here and say for certain that this is true. I'm also reading now that there are some sources that are saying that a disgruntled staffer is behind the department's site change of Trump and Pence's biographies. This is listed on their official biographies on the statedepartment.gov website. We're having trouble confirming it, but that is circulating. So proceed with caution if you're going to start looking into that. Uh, that's yes. all I'm going to say, because that seems to be the headline at the moment. So I would um, I would tiptoe very carefully around that one. Nonetheless, let's start with a few things today. Ned, this is the first time you've been on since the uh, the banhammer started swinging for big tech. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I try and keep my nose out of that because it is a minefield. 
I mean, it is. I've got, where do you draw I mean, the line? Who do you want? Who do you want? Who do you want involved? That's a problem. Well, and do you think believe about what it. is being said? Four billion people are in the crosshairs of being silenced. Yeah. And so, I mean, where, where do you draw the line? Exactly. Exactly. Um, it, it, I mean, if, if you look at this, I mean, this has been going on a long time and it's been thought out and totally abused. Social media is the tech that needs sorting out because basically it's a, it's, it, it's a horrible tool. And no matter what people said, say from 2016, and they had that big explosion about, oh, the Russians and how Trump abused it and whatever else. Now, from our end, we had our boot in that, didn't we? I mean, you've all heard of Cambridge Analytica, yes, no? Mm-hmm. And yep. basically they were, well, they were sacrificed, weren't they? Because the, the, the big thing about Cambridge Analytica is they have been going around for years and they got into, and they used to brag that they had, what, thousands of points on every individual so they could psychologically move somebody in a direction. And they worked with Brexit in this country. And I mean, even though Nigel Farage was very open about it, and but it won him what he wanted. And he went, it's scary what they can do. The Trump campaign worked with Cambridge Analytica. But the, the, the thing about all this is, it's not whether they used a tool that was available and it was new at the time. And then it did get abused by other large corporations and countries and things like that. But yes, it got, say, the Trump campaign in. Okay, fine. They can come up with whatever reason, whether it is uh, ethically right or wrong. But the track record of Trump cannot be slandered. He has done a brilliant thing, right? So whether they used a tool to get in, people still have choice and they did vote. So the, they voted on their feet and he got in. Awesome. Then everybody wondered, well, what's this guy going to do? And I'm sorry, he surprised us all. He did a brilliant job. And that's coming from across here. And I think he, he has done wonders for your country. He is stepped up the mark. And then I think that surprised everybody that really thought he was going to fall on his face. And then things started to get really, really rotten. It got openly, blatantly. Control mechanisms were set in place. Laws were changed. It was just blatantly saying, right, okay, this should not have happened. This is whatever. Now you can see our face. It brought their faces out. But the damaging thing is they have now got to a point where they're seemingly getting away with damaging totally damaging the American public faith in everything. And I don't know how it's going to swing out of this. And I feel sorry for you guys, because no matter what, if the Democrats get in, they're going to, well, they are going to get in. We know. Oh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to mess, it's going to mess up your whole structure. It's going to. Yeah. Because they're radicals. They're they're radicals. That's what they are. Yeah, and it's just going to get the people's back up either side or whatever, and they will try and change everything, every every leap. Because you've done a few leap forwards in the last four years, big style, including affecting loads of other countries around the world with world a lot of world peace as it's settled down in very... Uh, I mean, it's about time, actually, people put a list out there what has been achieved in the last four years in your country, because basically it's a lot. and. The only way they've kept that closed down is because there's this big isolation between countries in here. Do the people care what's happening in America? Majority of them are just so worn down and whatever. They probably don't even care what's happening over their garden wall. But that is not just here. It's all over the place. And that is the sad thing. Yeah, but that's what they're trying uh, to do. They're trying to wear you down. 
they're trying they've to wear had you down. Half Demo- a, yeah, no, no. It, paid, demoralization point, yeah. is half the battle. That's half the battle you're talking about right there. Divide and conquer. Yeah. And the thing is, they've got our faces pointing at Europe away from yours. Yeah. So everybody looks at Europe and they're still arguing about this and whatever. Um, as much as anything else, I think it's about time that so much it's, it's, I'm tired of bitching or hearing the bitching. It's about time that people actually stood up and says, okay, we're at Europe, especially in this country. Right, we've got a job to do. Let's get on with it. Let's prove to everybody we can. You're taking the same line as the average disgruntled, left-behind American voters, such as Bruce and myself, mm-hmm. as in we're sick of the talk. It's time yep. for action. Well, this is it. I mean... And we're not talking about... We're not talking about... Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're not talking about that, just to be clear. But continue. Yeah, I mean, the the thing they want to do is they want to slowly strip everything away from the individual. Whereas it used to be in this country, own your own house, own this, own that. Come on, step up and do everything. And that was a massive thing we everybody used to go for. Now they want to strip away everything. They've created a zero asset culture already. They want everybody to just rent and you, what, you, you're going to have a couple of generations there already, and everybody will rent. Everybody will end up renting. They won't know any different. They won't own anything. And that in itself creates a blasé mentality because then you get the, well, what's the point? I don't own anything. And you will get those, and then you'll get, I mean, it's a horrible thing, uh, a simile, but that's a very cattle-like mentality, and that is what they're actually psychologically directing people into yeah they're trying to get massive groups of malleable voices which they can just use and it's it's quite sad really it's very I, sad. it is it is and i i think they've got a generation or two that are sucked into that but a majority of people i don't think so they've they've got people that they believe that are the majority but they're not they're actually the minority and the only reason they believe they're the majority is because they have the media and so this they're able it. yeah they have the media they've got uh, tech and they've got uh, social media companies and stuff like that. And so they're able to control that perception. So it makes the majority feel like they are the minority when in fact the opposite is true. Everything is about perception. living in a world of perception. Yeah, it's it, that's yeah. what it is. And, and it's not. And uh, our guest yesterday, Mike, he brought it up. Gaslighting. That's all they do. They're altering everyone's perception on how things really are. I mean, I, I made the reference yesterday. If these people had winning ideas, they wouldn't be barricading themselves in their parliaments. If they had actual solutions and, and ways to move forward and advance society, then they wouldn't be running and hiding. They'd be out here facing everyone, not just making ridiculous statements in, <laughs> quite frankly, in their bunker uh, at zero hour. And that, that's what they're doing. So uh, and, I, and I mentioned last night, I said uh, blackouts are coming. That's coming. That's coming. That's that's what they're going to do next. When you start rebelling and you start pushing back on the social media bans, well, they're just going to cut your power off. That's how this works. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's how this yeah, works. Yeah, what curfews next? Is it? Yeah, you guys have a curfew. You guys are under a curfew, right? Oh, you mean by shutting the pubs down? And well, no. I've, well, yeah, that. Down, yeah, that. But I mean, well, I tell you what, Ned, they're working on something. They're cooking up something right now at number ten, talking about how people in the UK won't be able to come out of their houses except for once a week. That's what they're oh, cooking up now. They're, they're actually, you know, uh, the, the biggest problem is health. The only way you're susceptible to COVID, yeah, is if you're on the wrong side of health. Yeah. Now, I'm of a, a fair age. Yeah. And we do live fairly long in my family, thank God, due to good genes or whatever. But I have been around quite a bit of, of all these shutdown areas and I have not 
or if I have, because I haven't had the test for antibodies, and I expect that I have probably had COVID once or twice and not really noticed it at all. And they are now saying that what we told you to go out and do your daily exercise, now I think that's a problem because the people that are going out and doing daily exercises, they're probably stopping and speaking to other people and this is spreading COVID. (laughs) So now they're going to start shutting you down on a health level to keep you healthy. Now, where's the contradiction and the paradox there? Well, the whole thing's contradictory and it's paradoxical. The whole thing is. It's designed to confuse you so much that you don't understand what ends up. But okay, but before we get before we drift too far onto that, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I do have something here, oddly enough, I do have something here out of the UK. And it is the actual police that are out there enforcing the lockdowns, they were sitting in a cafe enjoying a coffee amongst themselves. No problem. And mm-hmm. a man walks up with his own camera going on his phone and asking the police what tier they're in, which, by the way, they're under a tier four at that particular place. They're not actually allowed to um, to be in at all. And he's asking the uh, the question. He says, officers, can you just let me know what tier we're in, please? As a member of the public, I, I want to know. I just want to be informed. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the officers say that they're on break. Uh, and he says, well, if the rules say I can't sit in a restaurant, well, then why are you? <laughs> So the man starts uh, going over and he's uh, he's filming their badge numbers because it's on their sleeves. He says, I want all your badge numbers. And the uh, the officers tell the man to grow up. So, yeah, that's um, yeah. That, and then the officers go on to say that, uh, you know, they work really hard and and that's that's why they're they're taking a break and they're sitting in a cafe. See, they can sit in a cafe. So but, nobody else works hard then. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. Oh, they they work awful hard. So they, they deserve a break. See. To, to be able to, to sit down in a cafe and enjoy coffee amongst themselves. You know, four of them together at, at that, they're allowed to do that. Uh, that's fine. But you, you, the, uh, the, the, the scum public, you get in your house and shut up. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. I, I wish it was, I wish there was another way of, of describing it, but it's not, it's not. Did you also mention that they were all unmasked? I didn't, but I figured that you would yeah. be asking that. <laughs> yes, they were all yeah, unmasked. Yeah, that they will be on, all unmasked sitting there. Uh, well, they're drinking or eating as well, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, but um, it'd be interesting to know what sort of place that was supplying that, though, because everything's just this, to be shut down. It looked like just a normal uh, cafe in a shopping mall, to be honest. Like when you walk through like a food court or something, that, that's what it looked like. They weren't eating. They were just sitting there drinking coffee. But, but I guess I, I'm pointing out the fact that the, look at this double standard. And it's nothing new. Oh, yeah. It's nothing new. Oh. I mean, we, we've gone over time and again, all the politicians that are hypocritical of all this, but now the police... The ones that that handpack the public. I mean, hell, there there was a we covered something just the other day, Ned. There were two police officers. I don't know if you heard the episode. There were two police officers that responded to a call in West Mercia about a snowball fight <laughs> because of COVID. I'm not joking. <laughs> and yet, in normal routines, yeah, this is this is the, the fun of it. If you had a business on the street and somebody went in and did some shoplifting, if it's under two hundred and fifty pound worth of goods, the police won't attend. Do you know that? Yeah, it's, nine, put, it's 900 how, in the States. How can you put a price on it? That, that is a crime. This is where it, this is where it goes wrong. Um, it's just like saying, uh, doctor, can you help him? Uh, no. <laughs> Why can't you help him? Well, he hasn't got a checkbook. You know, it, it's just, it's, it, 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 where, where do the moral lines stop? You're the police. You're supposed to stop crime. Of course, the criminals know that you're not going to attend if it's, because they know, if I know it's 250 pounds, so do they. So because she says, but that's a lot of money to a small businessman on the street. That's quite a lot of money on it. And if you get done half a dozen times, that's 
that your profits out the window quite quickly. Yeah, and you were talk you were mentioning just you were talking just before we started you were mentioning that did you say there were 250,000 businesses that are in danger at the moment? 250,000 small businesses are under threat in this small island. That is a lot of small businesses. They've, I mean that is a hell of a lot that are struggling and under threat of going under. The government have been approached and um well you know what they've said. They've said basically, well, we've done don't so care. much for all these people or whatever. They'd just come out with an answer, you know. And They don't care. This is a war on small no, businesses. Of course, they, course this is a war care. on small businesses. That's what this is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, own it. I mean, how, how many times? I mean, you've seen the same thing happen for the last 20 years that uh, certain sizable businesses actually wait until an, a small or intermediate business gets to a certain standard where they've got good growth and everything. And I've seen this several times because I've been taken on by these different businesses and things and big companies. And they, within two years, what was that business is stripped and gone. And the big business is still going on. And you've seen so many small businesses fall by the wayside. And they, they do it. They buy them out. They just yeah. buy them out. Within two years, they're stripped and gone. Yeah. But I mean, it's during this during this COVID stuff, I mean, it's, it's oh, no, blatantly it's, obvious. No, it's that's, that's a whole... Yeah, it's it's yeah. escalated exponentially because, yeah. and Bruce, I almost said exponentially, like Joe Biden almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's escalated exponentially under COVID because I mean I, I drove past some businesses about a week ago, I, last week, week before, hell, I can't remember, but I drove past what were some businesses. They were closed. They were mm-hmm. shut down, like boarded yeah. up. It like they're done. But fifty feet away, there's a store open because it's a big box chain. They're they're allowed yeah. to stay open. That's fine. But the person that owns the independent clothing shop, they have to go out of business? Yeah. It's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful. So what are you going to have on your eye streets eventually <laughs> to fill all the small gaps in? Shuttered windows, and that's all you're going to see. We are yeah. going to have, we, we will have, we'll still have your coffee shops if they're not all taken over by the Costas and the Starbucks and everything. Charity shops and people who sell in houses. That'll be it. Well, I think the uh, the housing market's going to implode, but that's another that's another topic for another podcast. Let's uh, Bruce, let's jump over to your friend, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. He's completely reversed all of his decisions. Did did you know he's did you know he's a good man in that regard? He he's he's decided to be a man of the people, and he's uh. demanded that the um, the economy reopen. And I mean, he's he's not too worried about vaccinations now, but he's now demanding that the economy reopen. Well, you know why he's not worried about vaccinations? Uh, because it's not a pandemic? Um, well, yes, but there's also the fact that 66% of all the vaccines that were shipped to New York have either expired or had to be thrown out. Because <laughs> I didn't know that. I literally they never got that. used. Yeah. yeah. They never got <laughs> You're used. You're kidding because me. <laughs> his policies he put in place that they were supposed to hit minority groups first. Because yeah. of that policy, uh, 66% of the vaccines that were shipped to New York were um, expired. You're kidding me. I, I, how did I miss that? Oh, no, yeah. I even I well, heard that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember him coming out and, and talking about the, well, he wasn't going to get it because it w- it needed to go to the, I, I guess he mm-hmm. based everything on, he played identity politics with the vaccine, but I didn't know that they mm-hmm. expired and then went bad. I didn't know that. Yep. yep. So uh, he's feeling we have a re-election next year yeah, for governors, right? Uh, that's oh, let the, me get this straight. Uh, so n- now he wants to open small businesses because he needs the votes now. Yeah, it's coming up to re-election. He has to improve his 
his image, if you will, if he wants to be reelected. <laughs> you have uh, Andrew Yang is going to be a competitor, I believe. Uh, to Cuomo? Uh, it's either Cuomo or um, uh, what, what's the New York City? Uh, de Blasio. De Blasio? It's de Blasio or Cuomo. I don't These remember. two I don't guys. And Yang, Yang is a disgrace in the midst of all this COVID nonsense. His stance on everything with COVID has been disgraceful. I actually haven't been paying attention to what Yang's stances on this oh it's it's been awful and he was he was one of the uh he was one of the people that said we need to move everybody down to georgia to get ostoff and warnock uh elected down in the senate seats yeah technically the the way he was wording it technically was legal because he was just saying help with the campaign and stuff but uh, come on we're, we're not that stupid governor andrew cuomo delivered his state of the state address on monday And during it, he appears to have finally hit upon something small business owners and restauranteurs around the city have been saying for months. This is his tweet. I'm reading from his Twitter feed. He says, we simply cannot stay closed until the vaccine hits critical mass. The cost is too high. We will have nothing left to open. We must reopen the economy, but we must do it smartly and safely. Well, gee whiz, Governor, what took you so long? Hmm. You shouldn't have closed it in the first place. Well, maybe they've reached the numbers they needed to get rid of all the uh, a certain amount of businesses caused some collateral damage and now they've reached a threshold where they're quite willingly to do well here's the thing here's the thing they're in the process now of i mean they are just they are complete ass clowns at this point and so they're just they're vying at this and honestly i don't think this is going to work i think people are still going to uh to to unilaterally hate this guy what do you think bruce well um in the midst of the pandemic and uh his uh killing off of seniors when that was made known his approval rating was still 80 percent so whether or not those were fake approval numbers or if that was legitimate he could still be i don't know what his current approval rating is i haven't seen it lately on the lighter side on a lighter side i just had a thought if they use covid to thin out the popular elderly population won't that mean that the next democrat whoever goes to get voted in will have hundreds of thousands of votes of the dead well that's a good point ned that's a good point whatever they don't have in dead voters they'll just use with dominion (laughs) (laughs) mail-in ballots yeah cuomo has said this is his quote he says i understand what the president is saying that this is unsustainable that we close down the economy and we continue to spend money there is no doubt about that listen to this 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 next line really got me (laughs) But if you ask the American people to choose between public health and the economy, then it's no contest. No American is going to say accelerate the economy at the cost of human life. Accelerate the economy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, means get a faster car. This guy. Yeah, this this guy's. I I don't I don't think any of the conservatives were calling for an acceleration of the economy. I think all the conservatives were calling for just let us reopen. Let us work for our meals. Let us work for our our pay. That's what we were asking for, not let's kill everybody so we can have a a fantastic economy. And most people want to get back to actually working because they just want to get their identity back instead of being just locked down. And they want to actually meet people and have that community back together. That's, I mean, that's not much to ask for. I think if you put it to the vote and you actually openly ask the people if would you um, want to work and would you want to meet your neighbors again, they'd go uh, right on and they'd happily step out their doors and do what I don't know. About, I don't know about New York, unfortunately, uh, because it's so blue. Now, north, uh, the northern part, right? Sure. But um, uh, nah. 
hold on a second. So th- this is this is incredible because uh, Bruce, we were just talking. What was it last week? End of last week. Th- this guy's on record saying that he will sign legislation to put people in prison camps if they test positive for COVID. Now he wants yeah. to reopen the economy. Yep. He wants to fill his prison camps. <laughs> he wants to fill the prison camps. Oh, I see what. It, yeah. Okay. So he wants the cases so he can fill the prison camps. I got it. But. Let's not gloss over this. Let's not gloss over this, because is COVID really the thing we should be concerned about? That's what you have to ask yourself. Is COVID really something we should be concerned about? And of all the misuse of it is the misuse of it is. Yeah, it's it's the cure is worse than the disease. COVID is not the problem. The response to it is that's the bigger threat. So the thing is, is you have to ask yourself, is COVID the real threat? Is the response to it even the real threat? I say no. I say no. And Ned, you're probably sitting there wondering what the hell I'm on about. Bill Gates has come out and he has said that climate change could be more devastating than the COVID-19 pandemic. And this is what we must do. We must focus on climate change as opposed to COVID-19. Now, here's here's a guy that says that the world is deeply affected by all these deaths that aren't there. And nothing's going to return to normal because we have to be mass vaccinated because of this this deadly disease that's killing, quite frankly, the same amount of people that it's been killing every year since 2010. Mm-hmm. So we all have to be scared. We all have to wear these masks that do nothing. We all have to have our, our lives changed and ruined and, and everything else. But now that's not what you should be concerned about. Now you should be concerned about climate change. Bruce, you said there needs to be a pivot. Here's the pivot. They need to go back. Now it's a, it's a constant flailing. Do you remember in the early days when the wildfires kicked up and we were seeing the orange skies in California, in San Francisco mm-hmm. and Los Angeles, what were Gavin Newsom and Kamala Harris saying at the time, this is climate change. This is man-made climate change. It's no longer about COVID. Now it's climate change. It's this constant flailing of the system. This is what I said all the way back to the beginning of summer. The system is dying. The old system that we knew is dying. And it's going to be this flailing now. And that's what it is. It's just this horrible play for each one of these these special interest groups to go after these hard and soft power grabs and they're competing with each other in the in the final days. Their time is coming, as in their days are numbered for being in power. Now, how badly they're going to flail on the way down and how many people they're going to take down with them, I don't know. I don't know. But Bill Gates has said this, a global crisis has shocked the world. It's causing a tragic number of deaths, again, that have been the same since 2010. Making people afraid to leave home. No, you're forcing people to stay there. And leading to economic hardship because you're forcing businesses to close, not seen in many generations. Its effects are rippling across the world. Obviously, I'm talking about COVID-19, but in just a few decades, the same description will fit another global crisis, climate change. Well, that's going to happen anyway, because basically it's spiraling out of control anyway. There's a, there's a hundred different things that people don't really get told about. I mean, uh, under the biggest problem is these ice shelves, yeah? They don't just hold memories of what happened in the last hundreds of thousands of years if they get exposed, but it's what is locked within them. I mean, you've got those ice shelves off of Siberia and everything, and as much as you've got people crying out, oh, we should slaughter half the cows in the world because they create too much methane, if those ice shelves collapse, there's methane locked in those things that would make the herds of the cows in the world look like nothing, and they're going down you've got a natural warming thing there if you're i mean you you look at your natural like your vol- volcanic circles in the world yeah suppressed you've got different two different types of volcanoes you've got ones that look like what people would think like a a cone yeah and then you've got ones that look like a compressed like zit which are rounded yeah 
there's loads of them under the ice, yeah? If those ice shelves melt, those things are going to go up, and they're going to emit an awful lot of mess into the atmosphere. So he's thinking, well, it's already spiraling out of control because we've let it. How can I, hang on, make some money out of this? <laughs> you think how he's can going I use after this? Uh, how he's can I use this as financial. a tool to make a misery for somebody else? He's, I mean, I'm sorry, but the, uh, the guy is a total head case. He is I a mean, head case. He is a head he case. Is a head he's, case. He's oh, he just needs putting down. I'm sorry. I shouldn't really say that, but if... If I'll tell you what I would like to see happen to this guy, honestly, I, I would like to see his, with his crackpot theories. Now, I'm not I'm not dismissing his uh, his intelligence, um, intelligence when it exactly when it comes to what he's done and what he's accomplished. But let's be honest, they stole a computer and they stole a I mouse mean, never been the same from Xerox. Since. Yeah, they, they, he and Jobs stole a computer and they stole a mouse from Xerox and they took it apart and reverse engineered it. That's what they did. Yeah, but he's uh, never been the same since the, he the has big outcry but, against the Windows platform caused him a lot of grief at one time. And he's never been the same since. Yeah, but here's the thing about Gates. With his behavior with all of this and everything that he's tried to do with all of this and all these power grabs and, and all of this that he's pushing vaccines on people, I'm sorry, you have every legal right at this point to go after this guy, arrest him for crimes against humanity, and you can use it under the guise of the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention. And you can put him away. You can put him away. You can try him in the Hague. If you want to, if you want to legitimize these kangaroo courts that you've got in the Hague... If you want to, if you want to legitimize these things, then prosecute somebody real, not some uh, Serbian war criminal from like 35 years ago. I mean, uh, okay, fine. He's going to drop dead in the next month or two. Exactly, exactly. Not that. Go after somebody real. Put somebody like George Soros on trial. There's a laundry list you can convict that guy for today. Yeah, I mean, actually, your list would be endless. There'd be quite a few names on there that'd be worth shutting away. Yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, that's. That, that's Gates. It's a shame. But What's once that? again, it's, it, it's just like, it doesn't matter how intelligent you are. If you actually don't use your common sense and you lose your ethics, you become dangerous. Very dangerous. Can't he be locked away just because he's a danger to himself? Well, honestly, I don't think that it's, it's a matter of him being a danger to himself. It's a danger to all of humanity at this point. Look at the way he behaves. Look, look at the way that when somebody mentions how uh, authoritative these lockdowns and, and how things are spiraling out of control from a mental health standpoint. Do you notice he gets excited when people mention that? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Have you ever seen yeah. that? And I, I brought this point up to Marty. Have you ever seen Bill Gates off camera? And I, and I mean, so he's he's there. He's he's on camera, but he's not in front of it. He's off to the side. Have you ever seen how he behaves? <laughs> Salivating. He is. He is. And he's also like there's a problem. Like there's a there's a there's some kind of a problem there where he's he's always like fidgeting and he's rocking back and forth like psychopaths do. Hitler used to do that. I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh, man. The man's psychotic. Sorry. He's psychotic. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's something twitchy there. There is definitely yeah. something twitchy there. But hey. So speaking of psychotic and off their rocker, unhinged, deranged and and well, just all around insane. Nancy Pelosi, the speaker of the House. Has, oh, she's still there. I thought you were. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's still now. there. Yeah, she's still there. Yeah. Yeah. She's still there. Unfortunately, Did she brings um, some friends in to vote for her. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're wondering what happened with her on election night because they froze the voting in her district, too. Mm. So we're wondering what happened there. Defense officials confirmed Trump is still the commander in chief 
and they refused to participate in a military coup to oust him. And that's what Speaker Pelosi's been running around the House trying to do. It was widely reported Friday that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi asked Army General Mark Miley, or Mark Milley, sorry, Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, to limit the president's access to the country's so-called nuclear football, which contains launch codes for America's vast arsenal of nuclear weapons. She actually thought Trump was going to launch a nuclear weapon. Oh, really? Yeah, I swear to you. I swear to you. So Pelosi called Miley to ask him to ignore orders from Trump to use the codes. Why would he do that? What? Why would Why would Trump do that? Did, why, did, why didn't he anybody actually weapon? tell her that he deals in real estate and there's no point if he's going to put that real estate out of action? I'm not sure. That's why I said unhinged, deranged, and everything that she's <laughs> accusing her opposition of being is what she is. She's nuts. She's nuts. Yeah, she's See, off the rails. I, I I agree. She's nuts, but I don't think she. I'm not sure she actually believes that. It's another hyperbolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I agree with you. The, the thing ginned up so that people are, you know, oh, Trump's going to use the, the nuclear missiles and blah, blah. Yeah, it's just creating more narrative against Trump. That's all it is. It's just slinging mud, trying to get it to stick. Yeah, but that sort of narrative actually can cause a serious amount of grief. I mean, especially when you've got your, like, your social medias that can actually let it spiral out of control and that. It yeah, just it's just it is. Sorry, it is the wrong thing to say publicly. Agree. Whether you believe it or not, if you believe it, you should be working quietly to sort it out. Because if you really believe that, you don't want to go. I'm going to say it publicly because I might force the issue. I mean, that is just a totally stupid thing to say. Yeah, and you might be disappeared as well. If yeah. you really think that he's that yeah. crazy, you you could you know. I'm sorry. I find it very childish and stupid. That's exactly what they're behaving like, is a bunch of children, a bunch of adult children. That's what they're behaving like. She says, this is her quote, she says, the situation of this unhinged president could not be more dangerous, and we must do everything that we can to protect the American people from his unbalanced assault on our country and our democracy. Ned, I know you saw what happened on January oh, wow. 6th at the U.S. Capitol, and the Democratic senators like Chuck Schumer. Oh, I, I, I tell you what, I, I mean, I, I mean, yes, it, it would be interesting, like, it, it was, it, I tell you, it reminded me of. It reminded me of like some of the football matches where they forced, where you'd get a few people in there, put in there to cause a riot and bad, yeah, yeah. and you'd send a few infiltrators in to go and up the ante, and they wouldn't be the believers in Trump. They'd be the believers in whoever wanted to put them there. Right, right, and it's this is Antifa. paid to do it. Yeah, this is that, 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 that was that that was that was that was just basic football violence caused by idiots. It was. This and you, the, the yeah. Democratic senators are calling it the worst tragedy in America since Pearl Harbor. Since democracy. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, I know it's laughable at this point. And I'm, you're sitting there laughing. Senator Schumer from New York actually said this. This is the worst tragedy in America since Pearl Harbor. He was comparing himself and others to Pearl Harbor survivors as well. Uh. Oh well. Do you see how disconnected from reality these people are? I just Alexandria. That. I would never put. Ale I would never put Pearl Harbor within the whole situation. Uh, who would? Who would? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, AOC. She actually came out yesterday. Bruce, we. You know what? Should I just play the clip? Uh, yeah, the shorter one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just I'll just play it here. Hold on just a second. Half of we came close to half of the house nearly dying on Wednesday. And if a foreign head of state, if another head of state came in and ordered an attack on the United States Congress, would we say that that should not be prosecuted? Should we would we say that there should be absolutely no response to that? No. 
it is an act of insurrection. It's an act of hostility. And we must have accountability because without it, it will happen again. So you see, half of the House of Representatives almost died, Ned. Do you see how serious oh, yeah. it was? I, I, I heard something like that. So basically, she didn't mention the poor jacks on the street that might have died. Did she really care for the public? Or was this just a political statement that was just... I think it was, I think it was staged all in advance by them anyway. Now it's... It's the same with all 50 states. They're saying that there's going to be armed protests at all 50 U.S. state capitals. Really? Yeah, really. And now I'm asking, why would... You had nearly a million people out there at the National Mall that day that surrounded the Capitol building. Mm. Only a couple hundred of them went in there, brought in by agent provocateurs, as you were talking about, Antifa. We've seen the videos. We've seen the videos. They're circulating. They're doing everything they can now with big tech to try and shut that off. So... With those people, so what, because you got a couple of hundred bad actors that you paid to be out there, which, by the way, the people that were charged for Antifa, John Sullivan was one of them. <laughs> he was charged. He was let go. So what, you, you, you arrest him, but you drop all the charges and you, you let him go? Here's a guy who's out there who's publicly saying, we need to burn this building to the ground, the U.S. Capitol building, and you let him go because mm-hmm. he's Antifa, because he's a BLM guy. You let him go. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was. He was one of these dangerous, evil Trump supporters. So yes, all these, indeed. yeah, all all this stuff, right? You've got a million people out there. Like I said, that was one percent of the people that you've pissed off in that country. That was one percent, and those people weren't violent. Those no. people weren't violent. Those people didn't show up armed. They were asked to not bring firearms, and they didn't. No, they were there to show a face. They were show yeah. to say what. What was the uh, Polish word? Not camaraderie. What was it? Solidarity. That's what it was to stand there. Solidarity to say we believe in this guy. And I, I'm sorry, but no matter what, whether I y- yes, he's got um he's got some fundamental silly ways of voicing some things, but his track record, I'm sorry, is is, is impeccable to some degree. Actually, politically, he's done a lot for the country and for the world. So I just really don't want to see that stripped away. And it's it's scary. It's it is it is it's scary. And if he does get out, I want him to see him run again or even try. To be honest with you, I don't think that it's going to be uh, another election. Everyone's talking about this 2024. I, I, and I completely dismiss 2024 because there's not going to be a 2024. This goes through. There's not a 2024. It doesn't work like this. I know. They, the problem is it's it's a control. But no matter what happens, you still have to go for that. You still have to follow the system um, but what is it? But what does it matter, though? I mean, we're talking about now. I mean, we're talking about the voting system that no one can trust. Up until that day, and I, I mentioned this yesterday, up until that day, we still had somewhat of a belief in the fact that the elected representatives that are supposed to represent we the people were somehow or another going to do the right thing. And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They're now barricading themselves into these places and they just say, well, we're just going to do whatever we want. And again, yeah. this this calls into question. I want to know. As an American voter, as an American citizen, I want to know how many of those people up there on that hill, my district, my state or not, I don't care how many of those people that are sitting in Capitol Hill right now are actually elected by people. I want to know that. Oh, you've got the same problem that we've got in this country, (laughs) who actually are actually put in a position by the government or are they elected by the people? Your system, though, your, your system, your election system, your voting system, I actually like that. I like the way that it's done. 
And you do, you guys don't use you guys don't it now it might have a little bit of problems here and there, but overall I think it's done very fairly to an extent. Let me explain. You guys don't use voting machines, you use the paper ballots. Yes. You can still do out. it by mail though. You can yeah. do it by mail. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But you you can go down you on voting day, everybody goes down in the constituency, you go down and you vote, and all the paper ballots are monitored. Every ballot is monitored and put into a box. And the way that those boxes are then carried, there's a chain of custody all the way to the local school building or community center or whatever. And they're dumped out there on the tables in front of everybody in whole view of the public and counted. So there's no messing around. There's no funny business going on. And I like that. I like that. But you see, I don't think you would have any lack of volunteers for people to do that. No, no, we wouldn't. But we actually didn't. Yeah, exactly. In the election, we actually didn't this this last election. We didn't have a problem of, of filling those positions. What we had a problem of is the officials telling the volunteers to go home. Yeah, and to go away. Counting, uh, and then continue counting afterward. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, I'm I'm okay. Personally, I'm okay using a combination of digital and, and uh, uh, you know, actual paper ballot. Um, some of the ways that some of these states were doing it, for example, you would go in, vote digitally, it would print out a ballot, um, you know, it, it basically it automated the filling out part of it, right? And you would verify that that is indeed what you wanted, you know, how you voted, you put it into the system, uh, into the counting machine, it gets tallied, it's, it spits out a receipt saying who you voted for and all that kind of stuff, so that you're able to go in and if there is any kind of concern with voter fraud or whatnot, You've got a receipt that says who you voted. You can validate it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, there, there's systems in place there. Like there, there's multiple chains, if you will, in that in that scenario of, of protecting your ballot. And, you know, I'm, I'm good with that personally. That isn't the problem. It is actually when they create a scenario of misuse. What have I? I mean, there's something that came up the other day that the people who created the electronic system are suing somebody for a lot of money because they about, stood up and said it was very fraudulent. Are you talking about Dominion? Yeah. Yes. Suing for defamation. Yeah. 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 yeah there, there's a defamation suit that's going on there. By the way, this is uh, th- this is up just so anybody, uh, just because we didn't cover this uh, when we started and it just crossed my mind. It's just crossed my mind now. Speaker Pelosi's not anywhere to be found. She's AWOL, if you will. Um <laughs> That, no, seriously, they're, they're looking for. It. I mean, I know, I, I know that she's deranged and everything, and maybe she's just wandered off, you know, out of somewhere, and she hasn't had her uh, had her drink yet today. So, I, I mean, I don't know, but she's not anywhere to be found. But the House introduced articles of impeachment this morning. And good day, GP. How are you? The House introduced uh, articles of impeachment today, but the Republicans blocked it. So the articles of impeachment didn't go through, wasn't passed. And so the House is adjourned until tomorrow morning. They will reconvene tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. What's interesting is, is even if they pass this, even if they pass this, which it's it's a minute point, it doesn't matter. Even if they pass this, the Senate is adjourned until after the 20th. So what's the point? Well, you're going to call the Senate back for a special session? No, this will actually this will actually delay Biden uh, his inauguration. So if they if they do the articles of impeachment and they go through this, it stops everything else. Any kind of bill that would uh, be for COVID relief, any kind of bill that would be for small businesses or any of the other uh, nonsense that they want to shove through, and it would also stop the inauguration until they they settled this. So it, it would. Honestly, it's a it's a stupid move on their part if they're wanting their their guy to be in as as president. Well, that's interesting. Well, the twentieth is going to be a massive day. 
for a lot of people. I'm afraid. GP, it's good to see you. How are you? Oh, great. How you doing? <laughs> well, until I got in here and I had to hear about this the trouble trouble in uh in our political system. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was I was actually holding this earlier. But I was hoping you would actually stop in here. San Francisco has extended their lockdowns indefinitely, indefinitely mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. the ICU beds drop. Mm-hmm. So I, I was explaining, or Bruce was like, well, I wonder how long that's going to be. And I said, well, well, as long as it takes them to reduce the numbers of beds that are available in the ICU unit itself. And then, yeah. So it, not that they will be filling up with patients or anything, but they'll just, if they're full, they'll just reduce the beds that are available and say, well, we don't have those beds available any longer. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's also the situation is we've got more and more people ODing and we've got a lot of other health concerns that are happening. It's not necessarily just the COVID beds. Yeah, I understand. So that's the reason they're they're getting full. They're getting full because we have a huge population of very ill people wandering all over San Francisco going for treatment. And they're coming from all over the country. But Yeah, I understand. But they're claiming that it's due to COVID Mm -hmm. is my point. Well... Misuse statistics in, in 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 a sense of the people may have COVID. Sure, is COVID the reason they're there? I don't know. Not maybe, GP. maybe, maybe not. GP, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this or not. And mm-hmm. I, I I know I know you're a frontline medical worker and all. And I I just like to bring this up. It specializes in COVID studies, but yeah, sure. I, I just ahead. like to, to listen, I just like you to know that we all have COVID. Uh. <laughs> Well, actually, I do the testing, and I'll tell you right now in my uh, in all my counts here, I'd say about one in three is positive. Is it one, one in three? One in three is positive. It's one in three now. And we're not talking. But PCRs. this is antibodies. This is antibodies. This is yeah, a PCR okay. where they're actively sick. This is one in three people have it, which isn't a bad thing. Thirty percent? No. And also, here's another thing: thirty percent of the population is also T cell immune. Has T cell immunity? Yeah. That I didn't know. So, That's interesting. If you go with the 30% T-cell immunity, along with the 30% of the people that have antibodies already, and then 5% of the people that are going to grow a third arm from getting the vaccine, (laughs) you get pickles. You get pickles. Was I was I not supposed to grow that? I mean, Dr. Fauci's out there warning of this particular side effect, but I haven't clicked that headline today. So it could come in useful. It it doesn't come in. It comes in. Handy. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's really bad. That is that is the lamest COVID joke of Have a side effect. Have you been saving that up? That is really bad. Yeah, I've been working on that one. Yeah, that was, took me a week to get down to that. So, GP, uh, just I start so you digging know, the real bottom of the barrel. Just so you okay. know, Doctor Anthony, the sainted Doctor Anthony Fauci, has come out uh-huh. and, and made a statement today. He's he said he said precisely how you will catch COVID. Um, oh, from other people. Let me guess. From other people. I'm assuming that he's talking about from other people. Yes. I haven't clicked that, but yeah, I'm assuming. No, that I actually did. I did see one of the Fauci. The biggest reason people are getting infected is because they're around other infected people. Oh. I was. The I, way. I, I, I didn't out. know what to do with. It. He actually made that statement, and I. And this is on our medical reads, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! What kind of? It's like saying, um, and the reason most people are getting wet is because they're swimming. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just no, see, that, that's that's why we have to have lockdowns. You see, that's why we have to have these curfews and and keep people mm-hmm. out because they're around other people and they're getting infected. So that that's Canada has just reduced their curfew to eight p.m. to five a.m. From eight p.m. to five a.m. No, 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 no. It was ten p.m. Or... It was ten p.m. Oh, okay. to five a.m. They have now reduced oh, it now from ten p.m. Oh, to eight p.m. No, they increased it. 
they increased it. Uh, the time it starts earlier. So I was making reference that they reduce it. They reduce it. They lower the time, but increase the yeah, amount of. They increase of, the amount of time. Yeah, because because uh, I guess apparently COVID comes out at exactly eight oh one p.m. So I, <laughs> well, they did. They they were determining there was at ten, and then right. when they started realizing that Mercury right now is in retrograde and that Venus is in some sort of you know flux, and we did that catch, eight a.m. We did catch and 8 p.m. FM signals coming out of uh, Jupiter's moon. We did oh, catch that. Yeah, don't forget your sunspots and everything else that goes with it. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I need a spot of something to believe half this crap. Spot of whiskey, maybe. That's maybe that'd be about it. Give myself all. I pissed. think everybody needs a spot of fresh air so they can share. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah that's go, it. Yeah. Get out of it. Oh man, yeah, you know what? You know what, GP? I was out today, and and mm-hmm. I went I went past two hospitals just to. Just to check at the the surges mm-hmm. that they have, right? The How most, long's the imaginary line? It's the most dead I've ever seen those places. The most dead I've ever seen them. But I and tell you, I bet they have a roped off area for a line that goes. Oh, the they building. do. Oh, they do. Yeah, they've got a nice little chalked out area sure. around all through there to make yes. sure that you're all. They got markers on the ground where you're social distanced and all that crap. You go past <laughs> businesses and you see. I, I went past a bank today. Right, it's just one of those walk-in banks with like three ATM machines, mm-hmm. N- no tellers or anything. They they took the mm-hmm. tellers out. They moved them all downtown. But I go past the bank today, and there's people standing in a line all the way out through there. I'm like, it's 20 degrees out here, and you're standing mm-hmm. in a line like a bunch of fools. Get in there. Yeah, they can't uh, do that. So, but just to clarify, it's the deadest you've ever seen. Does it mean there's bodies piled up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't need the refrigerator trucks. It's so cold. They just leave them on the sidewalk. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a mole. It's a, you know, you know I, I live next to a big hospital and, you know, we have a treatment center there too. Do you know the line for the treatment center is actually a line, but the line for the emergency room and the health center part of it is empty. But oh, the treatment nice. line for the treatment for drug rehab, it's huge. It's you know, sad. G- GP, do you know we um, we advertise in the intro of this podcast that we're no nonsense and we're to the point, we're hard hitting. And since you came in here, mm. it's been nothing but a comedy club. <laughs> actually, it's been quite an informative comedy. Actually. It has, yeah. It's, it's been a very relaxed day today. We all need it. Yes, we, we all, all need, need it. it. Yeah, Because yeah. what are we going to do? Just cry? Well, you'll just you'll just join the rehab line with everybody else. Yeah, you know what? It's starting to think. Yeah, I'm starting to think that. Yeah, they all look pretty happy as zombies. <laughs> I mean, they're just. <laughs> Yeah. At least they're told they're happy. You're doing great, Johnny. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a supplement. Here's a, here's a little something for you. So, what have we uh, been covering today? As as I've been, um, we're talking about loop. we're talking about the craziness of uh, of DC. What's going on there? Uh, we're talking about big tech, right? You this heard about district big tech. of craziness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard about big tech, right? <laughs> yeah, what they've done. Uh, no. They've really. You haven't heard any of this? Well, I don't know. My master's. You know, the Bezos companies don't let me oh. get that kind of information. Yeah, well, that's true because they actually just uh, they just 86 parlor. So it's it's gone. They yes, I down. do know that. Mm. Yeah. They shut it down. Yep. Yes. Well, Amazon, what do you mean? they were using they were using Amazon Web servers uh-huh. and Amazon cut it off. They said, nope. shut the front door. It's been yeah. over a year since you've actually said that to me. You know that? So when you say that to me, you're serious. Yeah, I am serious. That's um, that's bad. It's openly yep. bad. Okay, if so you they follow history the through a lot they of pull- these countries, they, no, if you on on a point on this on the countries, you know, I've been around a bit and in some hot spots across the globe, and that's one of the first things they do 
control media is shut down. Is shut down. Is media shut down? Is media shut down? And any kind of literature or any of that kind of information is shut down. And then it's always branded as heretical or branded as you know domestic terrorism, Southeast Asia, and some of the. But I mean, as much as it can be the start of something, it can also show you an end to something as well because people are getting worried. So what do you do? Try and open up another one. no, if it if it's branded as evil and it's only brand, if it's branded as hate, that's where it starts, and it's which is what progressively worse. Which is what they've done. They said, and then it's a oh, movement yeah. into totalitarianism. Yeah, Google and even and though Apple. they'll say oh, yeah. they're socialist, they can say they're socialist. Yeah, they can yeah, say yeah. They're that's capital, a dead argument. Whatever, that, whatever that's a dead argument. political uh, uh, whatever they want to say they are. This it's not. It's authoritarian. It's a thought. Oh yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's a total control mechanism. And all I got to yes. use is that terrible word saying it's a terrorist act that everybody's doing. I'm going to have to shut yes. it down. Going to have to shut it down. And that's what they're doing. That, that's what they're okay, doing. If, They've but got, why would they be doing it so extremely today? Because they're out of time. They're out of time. For what? Time for what? What is? Are, are we going to have an asteroid hit the planet? No, <laughs> no. Do you know what's? Do you know what's happening in DC after after what happened on the sixth? A million people. Well, I know up people the, pooping in the streets. I'm not talking about Los Angeles GP. I'm talking about Washington DC. I'm talking about Washington DC. We got a bunch <laughs> of idiots over there. <laughs> We got a bunch. Oh, and then, you know, and also the people in the streets, you know, not just the politicians, but, you know, these people, there's so many. I don't know. I don't think a lot of these people that represent America. Here's what they don't. don't. I'm having issues with them. No, no. I I have issues with them. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with you. But what happened in D.C. on the 6th, the incident at the Capitol, they had a million people standing out there. How do you think Mm -hmm. they organized? They organized on social media, right? Mm-hmm. They memory hold Trump. They deleted his account on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They deleted it. Rush Limbaugh, Steve Bannon, Rudy Giuliani, the whole Trump legal mm-hmm. team, everybody was deleted within 20 minutes. I sent you a text <laughs> and I said, if you're going to download Parler, you need to do it now. And mm-hmm. then I said too late because you didn't see it in time. They pulled it within 20 minutes of me sending you that message. So they down- wow. they deleted the app. They pulled the app, mm-hmm. but they didn't shut the service down. So people were still going into the service. It was said that Trump was moving into Parler or because he got banned from, from Twitter. They were taking down his tweets from another account, from the POTUS account, in real time. So he put it up within like 60 seconds, gone. Question. So, yeah, go ahead. Did you guys know that Trump had a speech this morning? Was it at the military hangar I was telling you about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I knew the speech happened, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because there is no media coverage on it, because social media has been effectively shut down, how are you going to hear about it? How how are you going to know that he had a speech there? I mean, it was well There were no news cameras. Yeah. None. It was well received as far as the soldiers are concerned, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a... Excuse me me a second, but I mean, officially, while that was happening... They were stopping the voice of a president of a country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just that this is, is even too this has even got some of the power. European leaders. Yeah, this has even got some of the European leaders, so-called leaders, flip like they're flipping out, saying, uh, "You you shouldn't be doing this." Like that's setting a very dangerous precedent. Hell, the French, the French are coming out and saying that they've also that one of their their idiot politicians has come out with this uh, this online hate speech bill today or some BS. Uh, even Merkel. Merkel has said, uh, you took Trump down? That's not good. Even she said that. And what happened in D.C. at the Capitol has caused these European leaders to just get into full paranoid mode. They're barricading themselves into their parliament buildings over here, GP. I, I don't think you know that yet. 
Why? Who's going to take him down? That, exactly. Exactly. Why? What are you so afraid of? And there's rolling blackouts that are happening now across uh, Europe and the U.S. That's coming next. Uh, I think there were six states last night, Texas, Ohio, North Carolina, and I believe it was Arkansas. There were rolling blackouts of tens of thousands of, well, I think it was close to 100,000 people last night. Texas can easily be explained, though, as an example. There was a winter storm uh, that went through there. Yeah. Storm, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Berlin. 30,000 people. They they blacked out everything. They shut it all down a couple of nights ago. The Vatican supposedly, we're still, we still haven't figured this out, supposedly went dark on the same night. And supposedly it's been sealed ever since. No one's gotten in or out because of COVID, you see. So it's been an interesting 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's going to be an interesting two weeks between the 6th oh, and yeah. the 20th. It's going to get on, more on crazy. A, on a side note, if you guys think Biden is going to be free of grief... I've already looked at a few people's, you know, private, the little little private messages we all do. He, he's going to get hammered from the left as being incompetent. He's going to be yeah. attributed as having a decline in health so Kamala can take over. Mm-hmm. They're already yeah. planning the hammering. I've already seen some of the, the blogs already get ready to be sent out. Um, he's gonna get, what. Believe it or not, he's actually going to get hammered on racism because he's not going to doing enough to take down the wall. Biden, as I can see, if you listen to... He would do anything to be put in position. He already voiced that when he was a younger man. You pay for it, I'll do whatever you want. I don't yes. think he cares whether he gets brought down as long as he achieves whatever he's, already he's achieved it. to do. Exactly. So he doesn't care. He'll have his biscuit and his sweetie and yep. disappear into wherever. Yep. And that 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 and then somebody else will step in. And that's the way it is. That's the point. That's the way it looks like it's gonna plan out. And uh Biden already it's knows gonna, it's gonna yeah, Biden already knows it. He already knows. Biden well, doesn't know where he, he is. He doesn't know anything. I know. He doesn't know where he is. Thank you. I would like to, from the, my platform here on this ship. Um, <laughs> Joe, you're in an empty parking I'm lot. You're in an Air Force base. You're in a parking lot. This is Walmart. Yes, I, with all these Navy people, I would like to thank. <laughs> I mean, aside from jumping on him for not knowing where he's at, right? I mean, the dude is still aware. He just, he has a lot of gaffes. He has speech problems, right? And it's theorized that it was probably from the the, the strokes, or, or excuse me, not strokes, the aneurysms he had in the past and the surgeries and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I still think he, he's aware of what's going on. One of the things that's happened that we've gone over, Kamala Harris and him both, Biden, have said a Harris-Biden campaign mm-hmm. multiple times. It's been yes. uh, three times for each of them, at least, that, that we've talked about it. So they're fully aware that it's a it's a Harris is going to take over. So you're going to have an unelected president who's uh, not qualified to be there. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Well, yeah. I wait. Mean, wait. Okay. Uh, stop. Okay. I I have a lot of problem with people. But what gives you qualifications to be president of the United States? Thirty five years of age. Being a great general. Okay. Being a great general <laughs> is that is that, is that <laughs> no, a qualification? No, no, hold on. What? No. No. I uh, being good at. Um, well, I, I won't finish it. What Kamala did, but uh, I, I, that's you, you not, know, it. that's not it, though. No, that's okay. not it, though. No, it's key. No, it's key on. to be a good president is taking care, is making the American people feel comfortable, having great foreign policies, okay, let me and ask an you understanding something. of current, you know, current. Let, let me ask you climate. a question. Let me ask you a question, GP. Any of those things uh-huh. you just mentioned are any one of those that you just mentioned in the U.S. Constitution as a qualification to be a U.S. president? No, you have to no. be thirty-five years of age, and? no felonies. And born in the United States. Exactly. She was not. But I mean, she wasn't born in the United States. From a point of view from across the water. No, wait, wait, wait. Trump Trump, Trump has got a good record for what he's done. And that didn't help him. Yes, but he's a hated man. Okay, I'll tell you what. He is. 
If you th- uh, let makes, me tell you he, this, he makes me want to. It's like scratching. You, listening to him speeches is like scratching oh no. your nails on yeah. a chalkboard. For if me, you uh, think. Uh, for me if personally, you think if GP, yes. if you think he's hated now, just wait. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> no, it's he's going to fade into a into oblivion. Obscure. He's going to be blamed for the first year. He's going to be blamed for everything for the first year, and uh-huh. then it's going to be oblivion. Uh huh. If you think he's hated now, you just wait. I I I, I disagree. I don't think he's going to fade into oblivion. Personally, this is the the American people have been, shall we say, engaged now because of uh, uh, Trump's views and his well having having a little bit of backbone. The American people have, or at least on the right, have started to stand up. And they're uh, taking issue with the politicians that did not stand up for them. So, no, I think Trump will still be in the background or not even on the background. He's going to be on front stage, but it's going to be on conservative media and whatnot. And he will continue to push the narrative just because the American people on the right have globbed onto him so much. He's done so. I mean, look at conservatives. This is this is a failing on conservative side uh, of things uh, all the time. I see it all the time. You have a celebrity come out and they say something that's kind of conservative. And immediately you see the the people on the right going, oh, they're conservative. Oh, dude. You know, and they just they go nuts because it's like somebody supports us. Somebody stands with us. It, they're, they're, they're so hungry for that. Trump gave it to him. I, I don't think he's going to disappear. I think he's going to continue being a, um, that, well, pusher of policy, if you will. He's not going to run for president again, but he'll be involved. Uh, I, think, I don't know. I think, I think the next new political climate is going to be, it's not, it's not going to be good for him or any, anybody. I think it's going to be a lot of sit and watch. I think a lot of people are going to do the sit and watch the next few years because it's so dangerous because the second you open your mouth, you become a target and they're looking for targets. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if I, I totally agree from the mouths of, I mean, even before the, um, election of uh, the word out from across the water was it's all done did and now you've got to hunt down everybody that voted and stood by the man himself or whatever and how can you actually say that they've got a 20,000 they've got a 20,000 page hear me on this one they've got a 20,000 page domestic terrorism bill they're ready to ram through um, 20,000 pages. Do you know how long it'd take you to read 20,000 pages? <laughs> yeah, GP. Uh, and to be honest with you, it, it should take you no more than 30 minutes. And do you it's, know why it's 20, uh, do you know why it's 20,000 pages? Because they'll do the same thing as a taxman says to you. Ignorance is not an excuse. That is there right. for you to read. Okay. And why is like our relief know. bill 5,000 pages <laughs> when the constitution is four? Mm. Um, so if this is the same bill that was they tried to pass in 2019, it was 20 pages. If it's the same one from 2019, it's not 20,000. Just just to clarify that, um, <laughs> okay. I haven't okay. seen the I haven't seen the recent one that they're proposing or going to propose. But my understanding is, is they're going to. Is this the Dick Durbin bill you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. the The Dick Durbin okay. one is from 2019, and it's only 20 pages. As they may have another one in the works. Yeah, as my understanding, but, this is going to be a complete rewrite of the, uh, like the Patriot Act. It's going to be a complete rewrite of that thing. That's no, that's sure. my understanding. Yeah. So, lovely so, document that. Yeah, yeah, and it's and they'll call it the new Patriot Act to to stop all the mm. domestic terrorist insurrectionists because mm. because GP as as AOC said over the uh, you know on, on ABC just the other day with George Step on all of us. Oh, excuse me, Stephanopoulos. Mm-hmm. He was asking her what what, what was your thought on the. Um, uh, the violence and, and the riots and the and the siege of 
the Capitol that day, and she said mm-hmm. that half of the House members almost died. So hmm. what? That's quite half, amusing. Half of the House members almost half died. Half the House members almost died. Yeah, and, Ch- and senators laughter. And, 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 <laughs> and, and I don't know. Well, they're church. dying of laughter, and that's she just forget. She just yeah. didn't end her sentence. Yeah, Senator Schumer out of New York, Charlie Salami up there. Uh-huh. He said that. Um, well, he and his colleagues are are no less than the equivalent of modern day Pearl Harbor survivors. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I wish I <laughs> okay, wish I, I was joking. I wish I was joking. Relevance is just amazing. OK, I got I got I got to turn this subject around really quick. On the Kamala <laughs> I'm sorry, Harris situation. man. I'm sorry. You, on the you, Kamala you, Harris situation. Just not the she was, smile off that is face. just no, that is <laughs> that's just too horrifying. No, Kamala Harris was born in Oakland, by the way, guys. Yes, she was. Just because her parents born. just because her parents just because her parents were not American citizens. I don't know anywhere in the Constitution, anywhere in the Constitution that says just because your parents were born here doesn't mean you're not an American. That's a misinterpretation of the 14. You can't. <laughs> We've been. That's so the what? anchor baby that's the anchor baby law so what is there okay is the anchor baby is there is that she was born here oakland california born here does not matter her parents status we Uh don't have any laws against that oh yes we do we just interpret it incorrectly okay so you can't you say two people are visiting from china have a child here Uh born here that's Mm -hmm. illegal that is not an american citizen how is that not an American citizen? Just because when you're you born get on there the and soil. You're born there. No, no, I'm sorry. You you choose the citizenship of where your parents are from. That's how it is. That's how it is. Sorry. Unless you, it's a how does anybody hand, from a, how does anybody from a foreign land become a citizen? Do you have to raise your hand? One at a time. One at a time. Yeah, we have to raise our hand. Yes, we yeah. do. We raise our hand to get permission to speak. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I'm a, I, I'm yeah. I'm going to reenact the house on the left right. side. Ready? Right. Uh, would anybody like to speak? Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, put your mask on. Put your mask on. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Put your mask on. We are way over on time today, and GP, we will continue that conversation. That is a damn good conversation mm. to have on another day because. Okay. I, Honestly, that is a that is a real topic of discussion is that misinterpretation of uh, okay. well, oh, well, they call it the anchor baby. You and I are going to stand on different, different, different avenues on and this And that's one. fine. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. Because I, I honestly think that, I mean, no Born other country. Born here, you're an American. I don't care. Yeah. But no other country does that. And and it's been detrimental in, in a lot of respects. But that's not in all cases. That's not in all cases. Not in all cases. There's many different ways we can go with that, but we don't have time today. So we're out of time. But I would like to plug our parlor information but due to circumstances beyond our control (laughs) um, we're not able to do that but what we have done is we have started our own telegram channel and telegram i would advise all of you if you have not get on telegram now while you can the app is still available in the google play store and the apple app store get it now Not only will it allow you to stay in touch with other people privately, but it will allow you to access news channels and news feeds and you can stay in touch and and understand what's happening that way. You can search for Trump when you get there. You can search for people like Roger Stone, General Flynn, Secretary Mike Pompeo, members of Trump's legal team that are still out there doing work. Rudy Giuliani. They're all over there. And there's also like-minded people you'll get because now they've integrated chat rooms and, and comment sections into each one of those news feeds. So I would advise you get on Telegram when you get there. Or if you're on there already, look us up. We're at Dynamic Independence. It's a free channel. You can subscribe to us. So look us up when you get over there and join our channel. It's free to join. Uh, And when you join, you can go into the channel options and you can send out the link to other people. Uh, We will be mirroring our podcast from now until until we can get a grip on this. 
on Telegram. So our podcasts are still going to go out on the normal platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all the rest of them. But we will be mirroring them on Telegram. So you can always listen to our podcast on Telegram. It also has a built-in MP3 player. So you don't have to go anywhere and search for anything else. Yeah, join us when you get over there. Other than that, I think that's it because, I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't want to, you know put my parlor information in or anything, have people follow me over there. Yeah, that really pisses me off. I had like 3,000 followers. And that still it, sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That really sucks. But yeah. um, if you want to reach out to us and, well, <laughs> you can't do it on Parler, um, you can drop us a line via email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. They haven't taken that away. We have our own URL. They haven't taken that. But that is available. So if you want to reach out to us that way. Uh, also, if you would pass this along to friends, family, and known associates, we would appreciate that as well. Again, we're just trying to promote good, healthy conversation in and amongst people circles. But we do need your help to do that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast and Telegram. I can't mention it enough of how important it is for people to get over there and to get on that platform because that's going to be one of the last places. And that company's taken a stance. And they said, we will not cave to Apple and Google and Facebook and Twitter and the rest of them. We will remain independent. So um, I cannot advise... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's going to be one of the last platforms left. It is one of the last platforms left. So get into it now and learn about it. Other than that, that's all I got today. So can GP, you, thanks. Can I, can I say yeah, one last word? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Can you imagine a world without GP? No, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, I can't. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you what, since the day I met him like 10 years ago, my life has not been the same since. I can tell you that for a fact. I just, oh, I just out, wanted huh? to hear that laugh before I have to say goodnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ned, the amount of the amount of money and leather couches, <laughs> right, that I've been on because of this guy is is. Oh, you're me. blaming that on me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I would have good days until I would talk to him. Right? It would be, I'd be out of good days. I'd have stress free days. I'm like, man, I got some great news. He's like, all right, tell me, and I tell him everything, and he's like, all right, so here's where we need to start, and we need to fix everything you just said. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Ned, yeah. is that a picture of my dad's first car behind you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing oh. me. All right. GP, Ned, Bruce, thank yes. you guys for being here tonight. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. tomorrow.